I'm a man, and I stand up when I pee. Okay. I'm sucking. Any <laughs> I was just trying to get a Whopper, an innocent Whopper. Jeff. I'm gonna cremate you and put you in an Etch a Sketch. Not bad. Learning a little bit, um, education. The chickens are back. Where are the chickens? The chickens are back. The chickens are back. Do we tell them where chickens came from? If Why you, we're chickens? If you'd like to. Um, I feel like my eyes are still burning from the onions. I don't know how to help you. I'm really sorry. Do you want glasses? I need goggles. Okay. Anyways, continue. Um, we are chickens. My dog was a chicken to start. And uh, I started calling my nephew a chicken. And then Trevor turned into chicken when he was really sad and drunk one time. He said, <laughs> oh, my chicken. And then it stuck. And that was like five years ago. So it's just been chicken, chickens, everything since then. And that would make this apartment the chicken coop. This is the chicken coop. We have our, my ring literally says mother hen. Your ring does say mother hen. So. I have an Instagram called FOH chicken. Front of house chicken. Everything is. It's <laughs> There are people like on the road that only know me as chicken. Yeah. You are a chicken. Yeah. I, you know, it's just taken over our lives. And now my algorithm on Instagram is mostly chickens. It's just chickens. And other barnyard creatures, which I'm 100% okay with. Because who doesn't love barn animals? Well. I love them. You love barn animals? I'll have them one day. What's what? Why? Just to be surrounded by animals at all times, to be kept busy with chores at the farm, uh, watching them thrive. I am certain it will cure my mental illnesses. Barn animals. Barn animals, yes. Well, what? So, what's the game plan? Like, what's what's the lineup gonna look like? Starting roster, you have eleven spots. What's it gonna look like? Uh, eleven different types, or I only can have eleven animals. Eleven animals. What's that? What's that look like? Fuck. Um. Well, shoot, I gotta have four goats. Why four? They like to be in a pack. <laughs> they're they're a herd animal. They're a group. Is that true? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, they can't be alone. Where am I going to put it? They need they need at least one other companion. Okay, so you can't have 3? I guess I could have 3. Okay, so 4 goats, you got 7 spots left. Okay. I do want like 4 chickens. 4 goats, 4 chickens. 2 cows. Okay, you have one left. Donkey. <laughs> I'm picking a fucking donkey. So we got four goats, four chickens, two cows, and a donkey. Yeah. And they could have missing limbs. I don't care. I I'm, think you would probably prefer a missing limb. Yeah. I just want to be there for them. Mm. 
when, you know, like the miniature animals that become full grown and get sent away. You like the reject animals. I do. You're a reject animal lady. I am. I feel like that's kind of cliche now. Do you know how many dogs used to be at my work that had three legs? Yeah, it's not it was almost It was like only three-legged dogs. It's good because normally those three-legged dogs would get like shipped off to the farm, you know, for the big sleep. But now millennials <laughs> are saving them all. So you're welcome. Shipped off to a farm for the big sleep. Yeah. The big dirt nap in the sky. But nope, millennials now are not having babies. Instead, we are adopting three-legged dogs or two-legged and putting them in adorable chariots. Two-legged? Yeah. Is there one-legged situations? I'm sure there is. No-legged? Yeah. The rest of their body still works. Oh, my God. Imagine having a no-legged weenie dog. Oh, my gosh. It's an actual hot dog. I know. Also, it's like a hilarious picture in my brain. Yeah. What barn animals do you want on our farm? So, the barn is happening. I just, I'm supposed to have a, a lineup of animals. Yeah, you get a say in what kind of animals we have. Gotcha, but the barn is non-negotiable. I would like a barn. Okay, barnyard animals. I get 11? Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, here's what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to roll two goats. We're going to roll two cows. We're going to we're gonna have... We're going to have like four sheep. Why? Wool, meat. And we're not eating the animals on this farm. What do you mean? This is a non-kill farm. We do not eat the goats. We don't eat the cow. We don't eat the chickens. We can eat their eggs. These are going to be special animals. They might be like fucked up. We probably can't eat them anyway. I've been betrayed. I'm not eating anything. I thought we were talking about real farm situations. No. Okay, so it's. What do I look like? A murderer butcher? A mutcher? A mutcher? I'm not that. You are really underutilizing the animals on the farm. They're not there to be utilized, they are there to live out the rest of their lives. You're going to drink the milk? I don't know. Probably not. You going to drink the goat milk? You going to eat the eggs? I'll eat the eggs. You're living off the fat of the land. You got, listen. I'm not really a milk One of the the little guys is going to have to take an L. No. Going to have to take an L. We all just won't name one of them. And then that one's, sorry, brother, but you're going to get blapped at the end of the day. Well, neither of us are going to be able to do it, so. I'm a man. And I stand up when I pee, okay? (laughs) Which is fine. You should be able to sit down in peace and quiet when you take a pee. No one's judging you. I feel like you're judging me. I'm not judging you. You I truly do not care. You judge me. I don't judge you. Is your name Judy? I want you to be comfortable when you're peeing. Is your name Judy? Whilst you're evacuating. No. I want you just to be comfortable. Well, if you take any advice from anyone online, they tell you not to be comfortable. They tell you if you're going to go into the bathroom, you need to be in an ice bath when you pee. I don't want you gotta that. You got to be you got to take dunkos, you got to take dumps on 
beds of nails. No. Get uncomfortable, brother. Was that good for your liver or whatever people are always on about? What are you talking about, Liver King? I don't know. He didn't work out so well. Well, that's because he was... He was on the stuff. He was on the stuff. He was on the stuff. It happens, though. He's not the only one. How would you sure. feel if I was on the stuff? I don't think it's a good idea. I just think there's a lot of other side effects. I'm already on hormones. You don't need to be on hormones. Can you imagine what I would look like if I was just like 2.30, just cut diesel, mm. fucking big? I would love you, but I would not be able to handle your mood swings. They can't even like wipe their own butts because of their fucking, what are these, lats? Lats, yeah. Fucking head. No, it's not my cup of tea. I fully support people. I think steroids can be scary. Scaroids. I don't condone steroids. I think. Um, I think they have a lot of bad side effects. I also don't know that much about them. You know, I just wish that people would be. I don't care if anyone uses it. Just don't lie. Well, then it's a performance-enhancing drug, right? It is a perform, but I'm talking about people like, like movie stars that are clearly juicing. You know, like you're the biggest person. They're juiced up. Um, I almost went on. I almost went on the oddities thing today, to preload, but I did not. Did uh, what are you gonna do? Just raw dog, Google it right now. We're gonna raw dog it. All right. Are you ready to raw dog with me? Dog out. I'm not high this time, so. Oh my God! Can we take a second to appreciate that? Last time, you literally looked like. I'm not high every time. It was one time. This is what you were like. <laughs> I've gotten some notes. I have my show notes. I won't be. I will try to Listen, speak. You were high on pot news, and everyone in the world now knows it. Well, I thought the edibles weren't going to work anymore. It's this light. And <laughs> light. The first headline in this thing is cold-blooded, abandoned alligator rescued from Brooklyn Lake. What? Could you imagine if you were in Brooklyn and you just saw a gator walking down the street? Oh my God, a frozen gator. What kind of... um, Poor guy. What kind of pizza do you think a, a, a gator would like? What? That's not a joke. I'm just thinking New York pizza. What's he going to eat? Like uh, rats, maybe? A rat pizza? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Like a hobo that falls into the lake. They have lakes in Brooklyn. Dog versus shark standoff thrills tourists on Bahamas boat tour. Oh, my gosh. That sounds awful. I don't want to know how it ended. I was about to say, do you want to know who no, won? No, I don't want to know who won. Okay, well, that's depressing. Hump, humpback whales wail less as population grows. They don't... I would assume wailing is their sound. Maybe they're not acting like a normal whale. Where they don't do like normal whale things. That's unfortunate. I know. We're terrible. We're killing everything. We're not killing everything. My mom... We're not killing... No, she's doing great. Estee Lauder right here. She looks great. Her name? No name. 
None of my plants have names. You got to have a name. No, I wouldn't remember it if you, even if I did. That seems ridiculous. I've named tons of things and they haven't died. Well, no, I just don't think I would be able to remember what I said. She might have been named at one point. I don't know. What's her name be? You name her. Clarissa. Fine. No, we're not naming her Clarissa. Fine. <laughs> um, I do want I do want to revisit the 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 talking point of Saturday evening. Basically, if if you have a rhinestone license plate holder, you are the worst driver ever. There's no good drivers with rhinestone license plate holders. I had one in high school. And what happened to that vehicle? I totaled it. I crashed it twice and then I totaled it. Exactly. People with rhinestone license plate holders... They're seeking attention. They're too they're too worried about what's going on around them. They don't give a shit about anyone else on the road. They're like, look at me, look at my car, look at this shiny shit that I have. I'm just gonna blow through this stop sign. And it is it's it was made apparent on Saturday evening because that's what happened. We were sitting at a stoplight and or no, we were trying we were going up to a stop sign, and the person was just stopped middle of the road, blocking both ways of traffic. Who hurt you? Was it a rhinestone? Was it me? Probably. Did I hurt you? Probably. Probably. No, I, um, I, it was my back. It wasn't both. It was my back license plate. I would argue that that's probably worse. Because my front one is broken because of the car crashes. Amount of car crashes. The first one was into a curb. The second one was into a person's car, not a person. I don't think anyone would disagree with me on this point. There is not a single good driver with a rhinestone license plate holder. You, you know who disagrees with you? Probably like 1% of the rhinestone license plate person. I'm not me. The rhinestone I, community? Yeah. Because I know that I was not a good driver. In high school. I've yet to see a good one. Who knows? They don't exist. They might think that they drive very well. Well, that's the problem with bad drivers. They are. You don't think you drive bad. I'm better now. Okay, Post Malone. No, you're not. Yes, I am better now. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're not. I can't let you drive because if I do let you drive, then my life is at risk as at risk and I prefer I would like to live as many days as I as I physically can. I um, think you I just... don't want to test test fate. I've done that too many times in my in my years. The past ten years. I think you just have control issues and you don't want to let anyone drive. It's not just me. You don't let anyone drive. Listen, I don't let people drive because I am a good driver. Okay? I pay attention. Whether I want to or not, I pay attention. Okay? I'm not looking at my phone. I'm driving. I'm obeying the speed laws. Hardly. In case there's any law watching. Lops. Law. 
Uh, I obey everything, okay? And I drive good. I drive well. Shout out vocabulary. You drive all right. You're a good driver. I got in one I got in one accident when I was in high school. That's the only one I've ever been in. Who'd you crash into? I was I was le- you know, this was a real a real tragedy. Yeah. And it traumatized me for my entire life. Uh I was leaving school. Um I was leaving our high school. I'd gotten in the car. We were meet everyone met in the parking lot waiting out the line because the line to get out of school was always so crazy. We decided it was Wednesday, we're gonna go to Burger King and we're gonna get Whopper Wednesday. I was a fire Burger King. Well, I used to live over there. Hmm. So we got in the car. I'm waiting in line to get out. You know, at that that parking lot to go out, sometimes when you were making that left, it would back up. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a bunch of cars coming the opposite way, so I couldn't see that it was backing up. I, tr- I try to make a yellow light leaving the parking lot. And I rear-ended a fellow classmate. And it was... It was it was the worst because a lowest hanging fruit didn't get a whopper. My mind was no. set on whopper. Didn't even get a whopper. No. On top of that, when I pulled over, there was this psycho lady that we were going to school with that told me if I didn't go down to um to the store and get bottles of water, my radiator would explode. And it was my first accident, and I was like. I got to go get bottles of water. So I sent down to go get bottles of water so I could dump them on my radiator and engine. And then on top of all of that, my fucking dad comes and just, or no, my mom came and picked me up, but I got my dad reamed me on the phone. And to this day, he still gives me shit about that car. How old were you? I had just gotten my license. So I think I was like 17. Who'd you hit? I think I, I've already told you. I won't say the name here. I guess I could bleep it. Oh, uh, yeah. And it it was a traumatic experience for me. His and, parents are rich. Yeah, and then they tried to sue us. That's how they're rich. We were, uh, I was just trying to, I was just trying to get a Whopper, an innocent Whopper, you know? Yeah. Inter- I was trying to hit the lounge, get me a Whopper, go home. Not do my homework, wash, rinse, repeat. That's all I was trying to do. All you were trying to do. That's all I was trying to do. Was the lady that told you to pour water on your engine a student? She was a student, and I should have known because she was wearing like a skin hat with a bill flipped up, and I knew that, I mean, this is pretty close to home, but those kind of people are not the most trustworthy. Was that my friend? I don't think, she was a wannabe. She like hung out with different, uh, different desert dwellers, unlike you. I really would like, do you have pictures of you where it's like full regalia? Full garb, absolutely. Full garb. I sure do. It's terrifying. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She was a grade younger than us. Yeah, she was like, yeah, it was She terrible. actually probably knew. Uh, What was her name? I don't remember anything from high school. I can tell you a single teacher that I had. Yeah. No, I do. I have my full, I have photos of my full um 
Broho era. We gotta we gotta rename it because I don't know. I don't want to go around saying you're a broho because like whenever you tell people that, or whenever one of us tells people that like in high school used to be a broho, they just assume you sucked everyone off in our high school. I didn't suck any dicks in high school. <laughs> no, no, no one. <sighs> but you know if it's. If you are talking to someone in Southern California, they know what a broho is. Yeah, but not everyone's from Southern California. I would That's argue true. no one's from Southern California, according to every single fucking Uber ride that I get into. Oh, born and bred, huh? Oh, born and raised. Oh, oh you never see that. I never see that anymore. Super annoying. But I think, so for those that don't know what a broho is, or what what should we call it? Skank. <laughs> desert skank. <laughs> no, that's bad. A desert skank? I don't know. Like, There's no other proper word to describe it. I, don't, I truly don't know what else you could say. We... I went to the desert and pretended like I was a part of that community. Yeah, well, I guess get into what exactly it is before we figure out a rebrand boy how does one even describe it blonde hair black underneath not just blonde hair platinum blonde platinum hair. blonde flared big nails pink Skin, and black metal militia no fear srh srh cottonmouth kings dirt bikes ocotillo wells underage drinking all right but everyone did that well, yeah <laughs> course we're teenagers yeah you you were really rebelling against your parents well yeah it was gonna go one way or the other it was not looking like um you know i wasn't gonna find the it wasn't a good path for you no and you emerged on the other side i'm not gonna say unscathed because no. you've been scathed we're scathed we're, we're scathed i stay scathed you you have some scathings yeah which is why I'm in therapy. Yeah. No, I think it was an interesting time in my life. I think it's very embarrassing. And I think my brother, uh, he, I used to walk in the house and he'd just laugh at me like, what in the world? Because like, my brother's not like that. If you have a photo, I need it so I can put it up I for do. the people to see. I have some really bad ones. Yeah. They're really embarrassing. Ugh. Belly shirt, long, dangly belly button ring, like the lowest. Hot pink mini skirt. Hot pink everything. Oh, how did we forget like the the piece? What is it? The piece de la resistance. The 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 pinnacle, the pinnacle of your broho days was the the five inch platform rocket dog sandals. Okay, I can never wear five inches because I'm six one. I had the yeah. two inch ones. Yeah, I always wanted to be able to wear the big chunky ones, but I was too tall. Oh my god, I forgot. Yeah, no, platform chunky platform sandals, which are coming back, which I love, but uh, you were serious about the way you dressed. Back in the day. Oh, I thought I was. And now kids are wearing it like almost ironically to like be vintage and whatnot. And they are. Yeah, I saw. It's hilarious. I saw No Fear at a fucking H&M. And I was like, what? No, let it die. People are seeing that now in H&M and being like, oh my God, that's so funny. No. 
let it die, <laughs> let it rot. Just like all of the people are rotting in jail that used to wear it. That was well, the lie. Don't, don't. Some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. Some of them are doing just fine. Some of them are dead. Some of them are dead. But, you know, I had a lot of fun as a young person going to the desert smoking cigarettes and drinking monsters and Jaeger and listening to questionable music. Uh, Who were your go-tos besides Cottonmouth Kings? What was it? Head PE? Head PE. Um, I listened to a lot of like Metallica and just like regular rock Pantera. Oh yeah, brother. Yeah. So that was pretty much in whatever uh, genre Cottonmouth Kings was. Uh, what would that genre is it ra- is it rap is it new metal no they used to call it rip hop which was i don't know it's just a bunch of white stoner guys rapping about avoiding law enforcement and uh Smoking rip weed. hop is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's pretty stupid. Rip hop. Rip hop as in like they're ripping bongs. I have no idea. Nobody knows. But, you know, that was my first concert I ever went to. Okay, this is a great story, actually. Didn't one of your or both of your parents chaperone you to this concert? That was a slightly stupid and Snoop Dogg for uh, my 16th birthday. Gotcha. Both of my parents did go to that. We actually were just talking about that because I left. I was with Shelby. I left the second we got there. Obviously. They paid for good seats and I ran as far away as I could to the lawn. Where everyone was being heathens. Yeah. I could find someone to buy me beer and I could smoke cigarettes. And I had just gotten caught for my belly button ring. Well, you also have to you also have to state why it was that your parents thought it would be okay to go to this concert. Well, I didn't tell him Snoop Dogg was gonna be there. Yeah, see, exactly. That's that's the thing. But my mom loves Snoop. We're Dogg. just going to a little reggae concert at you know at the nice amphitheater. Yeah, it'll be a nice, cool time. And then they both were weren't they like ripped coming out of there? Well, of course. But my dad, I guess, was helping a lot of like girl, like young girls that were like falling and like passed out on the floor, and he was like sitting them in the chairs and then the cops calling like the cops and the well ambulance. no the cops were coming around because they were all like passed out and the cops like looked at my dad and they're like why are why are you here because my dad is in like new balances and in his jeans and um he's like i brought my daughter i don't know where she is and she's probably in the like, medical tent he, the cop was like i'm really happy that you came because i'm gonna be calling a lot of parents and my mom was you know Seven Chardonnays deep, and I'm, I'm nowhere sure she was to be having found. a good time. Yeah, they she were had both a good time. like contact high and like a little bit drunk by the end of it. They were well, probably having a fucking wonderful time, you know. And they went to you know growing up in like the seventies and whatnot. They you know went to their fair share the of concerts, man, yeah. The contact total lands. hippies, and then they go to a Snoop Dogg concert, and there's two weed plants on stage. And my mom just laughed because she's like, you know, apple tree. Now it's you running around concerts by yourself, unaware of your surroundings. Yeah. Just spacey. Yeah, because I'm not spacey. I'm pretty aware. I cruise. 
You do cruise sometimes. I cruise. I try. And what was the what was the House of Blues one? Clanmouth Kings. I was fourteen, I think. Fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. You went and saw Cottonmouth Kings when you were 14? Yeah, my friend's dad took us. Yeah. I think I might have... Maybe I was 15. I was so much younger than everyone because I... Was 14? I got pushed ahead. No, just like my friends. Oh. Because I was 93 and a lot of them... One, one of them was 91. When he was born, 91. So I think we went for her birthday. I think she was turning like 16. Because she was a year and a couple months older than me. That's wild. Yeah. So 14 years old at a Cottonmouth Kings concert. Yeah. I got kicked in the head. Did you even know what smoking weed was? Yeah. I oh, that was like the, the front end of your transition into being a terrible person. Yeah. I was already smoking weed. At 14? Yeah. Sorry, Mom. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You were a hellion. Pretty sure. Maybe not. You were a little hellion. Smoking cigs and smoking weed at 14. Smoking cigs, yeah. Smoking weed, maybe. Maybe I waited till I was 15 to smoke weed. But I was at the concert. That's basically like smoking weed. Yeah. Why they? Why Why it was an all-ages show, I have I no idea. And that idea. was your first concert? That was my first, I went to like a jingle ball one time, but that was my first like actual concert. Jingle ball? Yeah. So that was the first real concert you ever went to? I was with an adult. Did they stay with you the entire time? Yeah. He stayed on the floor with us. He was super cool. Okay. He stayed on the floor with us and just like watched us to make sure we didn't get kidnapped and we didn't drink or anything like that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you were smoking pot and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, maybe I was. I can't remember. Maybe I wasn't smoking weed. You probably were. I might have been. You probably were. But hey, you know, we all live and we all learn. Some of us live and learn a little bit younger than others. And that's okay. And that's okay. We you respect know? everyone in this household. It happens. We are A-OK. Yeah. So. Kids smoke weed at 14. Okay, if you wait till whenever. I think I was 17. Late 16, early 17. Yeah. Smoked out of a can. Yeah, we definitely smoked out of a lot of cans. Yeah, I probably have some sort of neurological degeneration because of that. Yeah, we used to smoke out of plastic pens. I never did that. We used to put it in like the end of like a Bic pen and like. You guys are. We didn't have anything else to smoke out of. Couldn't find an apple. You guys were, yeah, see, you weren't resourceful. You got to have an apple or like a, um, or something. Yeah. Anything but, anything but a. Or we would try to make a bong out of a water bottle. Did you ever do the gravity? I did do the gravity. Those were weird. That was a death sentence. Yeah, that was too much weed. It's too much. It's too much weed. I like being stoned but I don't like to be debilitatedly high. It's never fun for me. Well, that was always the goal with my friends. Like, how do we get everyone to not be able to move? Yeah. And it wasn't fun. That's not fun. It wasn't fun. No. Because then I can like... You go into a coma for two hours and then you go hit McDonald's and then you go to bed. Yeah. No. I can like hear my thoughts and my brain synapses and I'm not having a good time. Everyone's looking at me. You feel like you're soaking yourself into the couch. 
I remember there was one. <sighs> What's the highest you've ever been? Oh, I mean, hands down. Well, there was one time when me and um, me and <laughs> were living together, where a friend of ours gave us a, a weed brownie recipe, and it it was like you know medical grade strength. But we didn't know. There was no. Obviously, it was just like a passed down recipe. There was no. Um, there was no dosage, dosage that yeah. was passed along to us. Like eat this much. So <laughs> we had all of uh, the all of the uh, the. I think it was the basketball team from from the school that we live by. Um, they were all over, and we're like, "Hey, we have these weed brownies," and they're like, "Oh, let's do it!" So everyone. Everyone like received one and then and then <laughs> ate his ate like a full large portion. No. And then everyone was like, all right, we're going to take ours to go and we're going to we got to head out. So I was like, OK, well, I'm not going to let you do this by yourself. I had like a quarter of what he had and I was I could not sleep. I had to go lay on the couch and I will never forget. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in person in my life is he was he was so gone that he walked out of the room. He stops right by the couch, looks me dead in the eyes and it goes, uh, 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 water went and chugged like a half a gallon of water and then scurried back to bed and i didn't see him for like i think a day and a half he was sleeping that's too high it's not fun that's not fun yeah it was not fun it's not fun it might be fun like i like there's so many people that we like watch on tv that smoke like action bronson you know like smokes like dab after dab after dab i it's always i've always like romanticized being able to smoke like that like yeah. how cool would it be if i like could just like smoke a joint yeah. and like a whole joint to myself and like be a part of that like i always thought that would be so cool and then i just i don't have the biological makeup to receive that kind of thing no you sure don't it, uh, no i hit i hit a joint one time and i am just sent yeah so i can't it's it's not fun for me no and it was never fun for me no. And um, so I, I stopped. I did a dab one time. That was too much. Edibles always fucking get me, though. Like the edibles, to preface, the edibles I took or take, you know, regularly are five milligrams. And those do it for me. Well, also, another thing, you like to play edible roulette where you like to let them expire and be like, how strong is this one? And then you just eat it and be like, not that strong. Let me eat another one. And then it's just an onslaught of... Just full. I never full, learned my lesson. Full uh, edible mode. Well, and then, but it, you know, I'm I'm capped at ten milligrams because that's definitely the most that I'll do. Ten milli billy. Ten milli. Um. Uh. That seventy five milligram cheap chew. Um. That might be the highest I've ever been. The Mother's Day fiasco of twenty fifteen. Has got to, that's probably the one of, I would rank that top three texts I've ever received in my <sighs> life. I'll let you continue with the story, but 
that is that ranks as like one of the best text messages I've ever received in my life. I don't I I hardly remember sending that text message. The pictures from that day. I, you're literally just you're staring at the camera like this. I was I think the the thing that made cuz I've been that high before but I've been home. Yeah. But the fact that it was Mother's Day, we were in public at a nice restaurant and yeah. it was broad daylight. And I, I don't think I had ever had like an edible, so I didn't know how to gauge what 75 milligrams was. And my brother's like, do you want an edible? Cause you know, that was always our thing. Like on holidays, we'd go smoke. Just get a little you know, stone, whatever, like, you know, vibe out, eat yeah. some food. And then I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And, uh, so I ate it on the way there and then we got there. I ordered a drink and. Well, he handed you the package and I think. From what, like, after talking to him, he thought you knew the drill to like, just take a piece and like, just eat that. No, we didn't talk about a drill. We didn't discuss a drill. There was, there was no, there, there was, was no, no drill discussion. beforehand. It I was... think he realized that I ate the whole thing after I ate it, but didn't want me to panic. So we get there and I order a drink and then I'm like, oh, I'm already feeling stoned. And then we sit down and I am unable to speak words i can't order myself a drink i think i ordered a different drink every time because i was trying to find where i was so essentially you were supposed to eat um you were supposed to eat 10 millis of this 75 edible and you just it was just like a little chew it was like this big and yeah it didn't it was in like its own little individual wrapper and i just ate the whole thing and i um I was high for so long. And in the midst of this, in the midst of this, it was like a lunch brunch situation. Yeah, it was a lunch. That you guys went to a Mexican restaurant. It was a nice restaurant in Del Mar. It was a really nice, you know, Mexican restaurant. And at this Mexican restaurant, they have tortilla chips that are Why were they red? They they're red. Why were they red? And the the table was, I believe, outside or in the sun at it least. It was outside. Thank and God. The, only, the the text message I get in the middle of this lunch was mm-hmm. a picture of the chips, and it just said, "These chips are bright as fuck, dude." <laughs> I could not figure out why they were red. I couldn't figure out if they tasted differently because they were red. I had to have some. I was so thankful we were outside. Because I don't think I don't think I knew that you had taken that much before I got that text message. I don't think I and told anyone. And then afterwards, anyone. I'm like, "You are on a sick one." And I looked because my brother can handle being that high, no matter like he'll be fine no matter what. Yeah. And then I get up. I was like, I need to go to the bathroom and like splash water on my face. So I go. I get up to go to the bathroom, and my mom's like, "Perfect. I need to go too." And I was like, "Fuck." And so You're we like, go this to the was bathroom my, this together. This was my moment of like clarity where i could just like re reconvene and i just looked up the entire time to make my eyes look as normal as possible and i was like i don't know what's wrong with you i was like i don't know either i'm totally fine and then that picture was taken yeah the picture is good the picture is so funny maybe i'll get a snap of that because i'm just so high yeah violently terribly violently high terribly that was a, a mother's day to remember it was. Do you think weed makes your anxiety worse? Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah. I, uh, it just, it like, how do I explain it? It's like 
Makes you paranoid. Like my brain is already like a high, like it's like a sports car going real fast. Weed, like smoking pot is like adding nitrous to that car. Yeah. Just out of control. Wheels are spinning. I'm spiraling into oblivion. I can't do it. I think the since I've kind of found my sweet spot with smoking pre-rolls and eating edibles, I think I've found a way to help with my like after work just like fizzling out anxiety that yeah. I have just from the day. Like every you know, like some people have a drink, some people do whatever. Yeah. And that I feel like not every day. But sometimes it's just if I get that sweet spot and I'm chill, that's fine. It's like how, you know, the parents would have like a drink at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. My parents have a drink every day. But I, I don't. I don't want that. But I also don't want to get too high because if I get too high, then I'm I'm no good. Yeah. Because then I get anxiety if I'm too stoned. Cause then I'm, and I also get too hungry. I think that's my biggest thing is I'm really tired of having the munchies. Cause sometimes it's all I want to do is eat. Well, I mean, the worst is it'll be, you'll be like, you're right about, uh, right about to shower right before bed. You're like, "Mm, I want a snack. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'll eat like half a pint of ice cream or something. It's just, but it does help my anxiety a little bit, but for the most part, I just kind of yeah live with that. On the topic of drugs and pharmaceuticals, I saw a heated debate online the other day, and I want to get your take on it. Okay. Say you're at somebody's house, okay. friend of yours, acquaintance, you're at like a dinner party, sure. you're over for drinks, okay. you're hanging out, you go to the bathroom. All right. What are your thoughts on giving the old medicine cabinet a peep? How do we feel about that? Do we peep? Do we not peep? Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it no harm, no foul? I'm a nosy person. I am nosy, not because I'm looking for anything bad or incriminating. I just like to know what people got going on. I will not go through someone's medicine cabinet I might look for a stray tamp. Um, so under the sink is fair game. It's not fair game. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. You're looking. I want You're to. You're a looker. I'll look if I'm like sitting there and I can see in their shower. I'm going to look what they got. Listen, I'm going to, I'll own it. I look. Do you look? I know it's wrong. Do you look? I know it's wrong, but I'll look. I come from a family of lookers. I go, We're a looking family. I go through all of my grandma's medications because no one tells me anything. That's different. Family's different. I'm talking like if we were just, if we were at someone's house for dinner or something, you're like, I have to use the restroom. I'm cutting on the water. I'm cracking that thing a little bit because what's the worst that could happen? We could, the only thing that could happen, at least in my eyes, is that we could bond a little bit more. If, if you're on something loopy or who knows what's in there. Yeah. I will say that I have, I think about people going through my things, even though we don't normally have a lot of people over here. Yeah. I think about if people went through our medicine cabinet. Well, so it happened one time when I still had some old medications in there that I wasn't taking at the time. And the person 
said something and I was like, well, you know, you get in like a, you get in like, I'm not going to just blow anyone up on it. I'll tell you afterwards. You can squawk them out. Uh, They're not getting squawked. But anyways, they're like, they're like, you want to talk about what's in your camera? I was like, no, we're not. Dang. Oh, and then I promptly got rid of all of it. Because it was just medication that I never took. Yeah. And it just looked like you're a drug guy. It's okay if you're a drug guy. I'm not a drug guy. Drug guy. You can be a drug guy. A drug guy. No one no one is allowed to judge you by the pharmaceuticals you have in your thing. As long as you are not abusing them or a harm to yourself or anyone else. If you're going to look, you can't have judgment. That should be the rule. That's a rule. We if, you're gonna, if you're going to be a Snoopy dupe and you're going to fucking look around people's shit, that's, you know, one thing. But if you start judging people what's on their shit and what medications they took, absolutely not. I will not stand for I'm that. I'm going to make decals for people's medicine cabinet <laughs> mirror that just say, it, if you're going to look, you're not allowed to judge. No judgment. That is a no judgment zone. That's I'm, actually a pretty good idea. People do not get to judge other people for what medication they're on. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I'm going to look and I'm not going to judge. I've been seeing a lot of that on the internet lately. Is I'm just going to let people rock. Not that people are snooping, but I feel like there's all of these. I don't know. I guess I'm seeing more girls do it. They're judging other girls for taking birth control or being on antidepressants into anxiety and saying that birth control, you know, how dare you feel good inside your body has all of these side effects and it has all these things and it was made to control women and this, this and that. And it's like you went, you can have your opinion on birth control as much as you want, but you cannot deny the fact that it has helped so many women. And also it doesn't fucking affect you. Yeah. Leave it alone with everything, not just like drugs, like prescriptions and birth control, like literally mind your fucking business. Mind your business. Mind your business. If you have an opinion on it or you've learned some things about birth control that you want to share with other menstruators, write it down on a piece of paper, roll it up real tight. And you know steps three, four, and five. I think that it's fine to inform people of information, but I think it is wrong to be posting it. Just because you have Canva does not mean that you (laughs) get to post stupid things. Everybody's on their holier-than-thou bullshit. It drives me crazy because, you know... I'm better than you because I do X, Y, and Z. Oh, I spent, I did ayahuasca in the forest and I had a, an, a spiritual enlightening. You need to do one. No, the down. love and light community is, yeah. yeah, it's not good because everything's like, you can change the course of your mental health by just thinking one positive thought a day and just stop thinking about how your life is awful. Perfect. I'm freaking cured. <laughs> Thank God. I didn't I'm gonna think flush about... all my prescriptions down oh the my toilet. God. Goodbye. How are they not prescribing this in, in hospitals? Just give me love and light. And it's like you know what? If that works for you, great. If it doesn't, then you don't get to judge people or post stuff about you being able to overcome your own anxiety and depression just because you fucking sunned your perineum and you boofed a couple crystals. The perineum sunning is 
If it works, great. And listen, I believe... Yeah, at the end of the day, you're not hurting anyone. No. If you're showing your beehole to the sun, I mean, listen, you work in Durham, so... I work in Durham. It only keeps you, job security for you. I also fully... Do you ever have to see beeholes? Yeah. We look at beeholes. Do you biopsy beeholes? I have biopsy to beehole. I have biopsy to lesion on the, on the outskirts of a beehole. Whoa. That was my first day in dermatology was spreading somebody's cheek. It's like, welcome to the business. Here's a beehole. Yeah, you can get some pretty nasty skin cancers in your gluteal cleft and G cleft in G. your vaginal area. Okay, we're not going. We're not getting that deep. With that was just on topic. We're not going to the precarious places that you can get skin cancers. Check your jennies, everybody. This is a judgment free zone. Judgment free zone. You got to check your jennies. I would argue. That's probably top priority is the Jennies. Jennies are important. It's not top priority, but Jennies are important. What's the worst place to get a skinny? Oh, worst place to get a skin cancer? Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know. Personally, um, it depends. The nose really sucks. Eyelids really suck, like on your eyelid margin. Yeah. Scalps are tough just because if you don't if you have hair, you can lose your hair and you will lose your hair in that area. That's crazy. Um from people that just don't wear hats. Yeah, it could be that or... See, people talking shit at me for always wearing a hat. And guess what? Your boy yeah. is not going to get the skin cancer or... Toes and feet I don't wanna jinx it. are also really tough because they're really hard to heal. See, I'm a hermit, bro. I am hiding. Yeah, I will say I think you're going to have pretty good skin when you're older. Because yeah. you never go in the sun. Your boy is pale. Yeah. Uh, Can you... From skin cancer? Yeah. You can? Sure can. We, there's a guy who has a skin cancer that he's just let go because he just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Um, it's gone. It won't metastasize this type of skin cancer. It won't spread to other parts of your body, but it's grown down through his bone and his skull. So he's just like growing. It's just a big ulcer in his head. That he, it's just he's gonna have to live with forever. Yeah, it'll probably kill him. Oh my god, that there's nothing, stresses me out. Yeah, there's like really not like a lot of room before the brain for him. They can radiate the bone, but it probably will come back, or they probably won't be able to get it all. It's rough. That is rough. But dude, you, man, you got to take care of it when it's small. Death is crazy. Death is crazy. It's the only constant. If I was to perish, unfortunately, and my body was still intact, and you had to taxidermy me, what position are you going to put your boy in? I have a couple options. A couple options. I could make you something functional. Okay. Like a coat rack. <laughs> I can have your arms like this. Maybe one is up, one is one is out like this. Coat, I get hat. You could have me like in a in like a man cave. I could just always be doing like the the field goal sign. You could just be sitting like a chair, 
and you could be my chair, my throne. You would have to put like a support under my, my yeah. butt. Yeah, you'd have a support under your butt. I could be a chair. I'd be your chair. Um, Have like your finger out like you're telling a joke. Hang my keys. Yeah. Um, what else? What else would be a good one? So I was thinking maybe, you know, this would be contingent on me having a very spacious bathroom. But I think I could put you like cross-legged. With like your fingers up and you could be like a toilet paper roll holder. Yeah, I think that's good. You like a double roll on each hand. A double roll? Am I just sitting in front of your toilet? Yeah, you'd be my little... Am I sitting to the side of the toilet? You'd be my little doo-doo buddy. And finally get to see you sit to pee. Yeah, exactly. Wait, I'm a man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your toxic masculinity doesn't have a place in the toilet. Toxic masculinity. You're toxic masculinity. Men can sit to be. Or here's another thing. Hear me out. Okay. What if I split you in half? You're going to resin the inside of my body, so... No, I would do the top half. I would mount you on the wall like a deer. Like a deer head. What? You would like, like the front of a car. Like the front of a ship. On the on the wall. Okay. Well, I immediately thought you're going like straight down the middle, <laughs> like a bookend. <laughs> I'm going laterally, not vertically. Oh uh, well, I don't know. I can... although that. W- oh my god! The world's biggest bookend. Yeah, you could be like a bookend for like mattresses. Okay. Rugs. Yeah. I think the useful route would be the way to go because, you know, I don't want to keep you around if you're just a decoration. I'm going to cremate you and put you in an Etch-a-Sketch. Not bad. Or those little sand, rainbow sand things. Mm. Have you seen those? Turn me into kinetic sand. Yeah. That's cool. I wouldn't be mad at that. Make sand castles out of me. I knew a lady that cremated her son and then put her, put his ashes in a weed pipe. Like made the pipe with his that was I don't like that an interesting use of, I don't like that yeah what do you want to happen when you go just burnt up I think I would like to be cremated just burnt yeah yeah I think being in the ground is I think I would just donate my body to science yes I, I there's a, there's a lot of questionable chemicals and substances that have entered my body mm. And Lord knows what has happened on the inside of me. So I think it might be good to study the the long-term effects of that. Are you a donor? Bitch. I'm doning. I'm a donor. Is doning a word? I don. He, she, we, don. Oh, yeah. I think I'm a donor. But that, see, I don't know about that. Because what if they do? Science can mean anything. Everything is science. What are you donating my body to science for? You're donating like your organs and such. Yeah, but what I'm saying is any anything is science. These cameras, science. The light is science. But when you're... what if you donate my my body to somebody and you know my organs are used as uh, meat? They're uh, not for. Uh... It goes to a transplant list. That's what the first, when you are a donor, that's the first thing there. It's for a transplant. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to scalpel your boy open. They're going to see the shape of these organs and they're going to be like, 
send this man to the meatpacking industry in some far off land and I'm going to get eaten as bangers and mash for a family of four. I don't think they will consume your body. I think that they'll just like trash your organs and then so I think you back the creamy up. way is the way to go. Yeah, I would I would prefer to be cremated. I don't like small spaces. You're going to be dead. Yeah, but the thought of it just I don't I don't care for it. I don't want no one to dig me up either. My grandpa I want my bones to be Oh my god, turn me into like a biology classroom skelly. <laughs> or like a spooky decoration for whoever wants me. I'm going to keep your femur. Why? I don't know. It's the girthiest bone. Second girthiest. I'm not keeping your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a mold. You get a mold of it. I'll put it in one of those glass jars where they put like two-headed sheeps. No, if I, if anything, Just I would a want a, I would want a, a heroic reenactment. I wouldn't want the real thing, because the real I mean it would be flaccid and it wouldn't be anything spectacular. You want a replica boner? Yeah, on display. A B rep. Okay, well, I'm sure it's been so done that before. I'm remembered in a in a good light. I don't want like a shrivelly little guy to be floating around in some mason jar you want to be remembered for the strong boner that you were i'm a man you're a man i'm a man look at me big and strong masculinity and strength don't go hand in hand okay listen we're reshaping social norms if that's what you want to do on your free time you can do that it starts with us I don't think it starts with us. It started by a lot of other people. I don't want to be the starter. That's yeah. a lo- that's a large weight to bear. I'll be on the outskirts cheering yawn. Woo! Well, we normalize the conversations. Pee sitting down, man. Yeah. This is my PSA to people. It's okay to pee sitting down. See? It's okay to be weak and pale. Yeah. Doesn't change your masculinity. Yeah. Well. Do you have therapy this week? Do I have therapy? Yeah, technically I have it tomorrow. I'm, But I waited too long to cancel it. I don't want to go. You have to go. I know I have to go. I don't want to. Hmm. I don't. I never want to go. Well, it's just like, I don't know what she's going to say. Well, tomorrow's the fourth one. So we'll see. Maybe if she's got some real shit to talk to me about. Also, I went into fucking depression spiral last night. So maybe I'll tell her about that and she can give me some fucking... Some life lessons and some, you know, well-being. I think that's a really... Some mental peace of mind. Good opportunity. And you're in it tomorrow, too. Mm-hmm. We're both going to be therapized tomorrow. Look at us. Yeah. We're just some regular... I never want to do it. No. Well, I guess some people probably want to do it once they see results, but no one really wants to get in there. I never really want to do it when I'm feeling... When I'm feeling... Sad. <laughs> Sometimes I just yeah. feel like I'd rather sit with my feelings, but it also forces me to talk about them, which is good. On this past weekend, which is Theo Vaughn's podcast, mm. uh, he dropped a new one today. And the first five minutes is like, I don't know. It's the it's like the most relative, like 
relevant it's the most relevant like piece of podcast i've ever watched really he just goes into like essentially like being afraid when things are going good because you know it's like why like what is like and not letting yourself have like the good things and then he went into this little bit about um about being addicted to your feelings like following the path of like these hurtful feelings down like a crazy path because you i don't know your brain is just like go there fully immerse yourself in this like terrible place yeah which is something i think we both do yeah i definitely do that and i think that that you know like you don't let yourself be happy and you don't let yourself kind of feel the things that you're feeling because you don't think you deserve it or you don't think it's real is a little bit of that imposter syndrome and well when it's when it's good it's always two seconds away from being bad and when it's bad it's all you're never going to get good again there's always going to be a down with any up yeah instead of just enjoying the fact that it's up and learning from the things that are happening therapy baby we're in there learning and burning and turning sometimes i tell my therapist that i'll get so into my anxiety and just be feeling it and I'll just kind of feed it to the point where I almost feel like I get an adrenaline rush. Well, yeah, that's exactly what he was talking about. You're just like, like ad- addicted. It's almost like a high. Yeah. I'm just like pushing all of these like narratives to myself where it's just like, I almost feel like you're the worst. Everybody hates you. I'm just you're like, a burden. it's almost like relieving that I'm just like letting myself feel all of these sad things. Because it's so much easier than like convincing myself they're not true. Yeah. Which is really hard. But that's. We're in there, baby. That's showbiz, babe. That's sh- <laughs> that's showbiz. But. In this case, it really is showbiz. And, but I think, you know, with the potential of me being back on the road for the next three months, I think it's probably smart to have a therapist that I'm going to regularly because. It um, at the end of last year was probably like the worst, coming off of like sleeping three hours a night, almost, you know, like three four nights a week, being alone in hotels, yeah, not really talking to anyone, yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's very lonely. It's lonely. It's hard. It's isolating. None like being alone in a hotel room, just still off the adrenaline of the show at like four in the morning with just like nobody. You have cheaters. Cheaters seems to always be on. And always on. also, how much money is Guy Fieri making off of diners, drive, drive. Divers, drive-ins and diners. Drivers, di- diners. Dr- shut up. I'm going <laughs> to get this. Diners, drive-ins and dives. He's got to be making a killing on residuals because that's playing wake up to bedtime. 24 hours, a, 24 hours a day. I love him. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. And his natural blonde hair is really attainable. Divers, drive-ins, diners. Divers and diverticulitis. Diverticulitis is no good. All right. I think we've just about reached our mark here. Do you want me to explain something? Nah, we'll, we'll hit it next week. We'll give you a week off. You know, also, I'm thinking like you got, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you an underhand. I'm going to give you a lob next week. Just because I feel like we're really painting you to be like, 
in not a good light because <laughs> i just i'm not you the- dumb i'm a smart girl <laughs> and so we'll give you something that maybe you know a little bit about next week so that you can actually have a chance like what i don't know we're gonna find out next week what do you want in your lower thirds this week I don't know. Mental health hellion. Ooh. What's going to be mine? You're not giving me anything. I don't know. What did we just talk about all day? Um, the rhinestone. The rhinestone. The rhinestone renegade. Rhinestone renegade. All right. Well, we got Can it. I be the mental illist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give you mental illness. I'll let you have that oh, the one. Mental illness. All right. Well, that's been Coop Therapy, Chicken One and Chicken Two. Signing go to off. Or do, we do this every time. Go to therapy. Don't go Check to therapy. Check your Jennies. Check. This is the PSA to the world. Check your Jennies. Call your doctor about your Jennies. They hear about it also, all day. Also, get your moles checked. Get your moles checked. We're SPF 30. Don't listen to the podcast where they tell you that it's going to kill you. It's fucking lies. And don't buy a fucking rhinestone license plate holder. Good night.